Okay, this is session two. Stand by for the Alien Tribe interview yeah. with Leah Shapiro. Stand by. At the moment, who's this guy? This is Alien Tribe's Korg keyboard feeling the chill from the Hawk Chill Out Sessions. We're going to kick off uh, <laughs> Leah's interview with a track from Todd Mosby featuring Lola. It's called Open Waters from his new CD called Open Waters. Stand by, Leah. I'll be on the phone shortly.
Thank you, Todd Mosby, for that opening track. <laughs> opening Waters from his brand new CD. Open Waters. Now, who is this playing in the background? <laughs> um, it's been it must be Alien Tribe. Yeah. Are you there, Leah Shapiro? Yes, I am here. <laughs> yes, I am, Terry and Dorothy. Oh. Glad to be here. India, well, we welcome you again then out there in Indio, California. Back yeah. on, yeah, back on the hot chill out sessions here in England. Well, I suppose really, uh, I know it's really red hot where you are at the moment, isn't it? It's really, it's been up to 118. Oh. And, and that, that's, <laughs> the air conditioning can only do so much at those kind of temps. <laughs> I quite agree, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about your latest release, uh, Alien Rapture. But before we talk about the three tracks that I've selected, where did the name Alien Tribe come from to start with, please, Adair? Well, Alien Tribe appeared in my head one day. <laughs> I've spent months trying to think of a band name. Now I wish I had just gone by Leah, but I think it's too late. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's like sometimes the name can just insert itself suddenly out of nowhere in my brain that's how i come across my greatest titles and uh, <laughs> so i'm an alien advocate and the tribe part of the name is for all the musical parts of me the tribe inside when i sing there's like a million vocal tracks that i do and then i ultimately have to chop them all up in place and reorganize them so it and the behind scenes of doing this work, you'd have to see me do all this to to really understand that name. It begins <laughs> to look like a tribe. <laughs> feel like a tribe. <laughs> it's only me. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Well, when did your music life sort of begin? What uh, what inspired you to get all that huge amount of equipment you got and to perform oh, I what know. you do? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've always loved music since I was little. I didn't have a lot of guidance growing up, so I did a lot of my own, although both my parents were very musical. Oh. They weren't in the music business, but they both had beautiful voices singing, and my mother wrote poetry and song lyrics and dabbled on the keyboard and sent her lyrics to Hollywood, and my father mainly expressed his singing in the shower. We could hear him bellowing all over the house. <laughs> So when I was seven years old, for some reason, I decided I wanted a violin. So my mom bought me this cute little violin, and, and that was it. No lessons or anything, but I sat in my room determined to learn how to play it. And I've, just, I've dabbled with instruments all my life and always singing and writing my songs. When I was 12, I wrote song lyrics and sent them off to Hollywood. They went something like, I'm a way out kid from inner space. I was singing about space, even back. That sounds just right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the first song I ever remember hearing, this was a long time ago, it was Shake, Rattle, and Roll. I was in Germany. Wow. I grew up in the U.S. Army, and I was... I was sitting on the floor next to the telefunk and stereo and take rattle and roll by Elvis Presley. I went, whoa, what is that? <laughs> Five years old. <laughs> and then I saw Elvis Presley on TV later on. Um, and, but my parents didn't know I was in the room. I was sitting under the dining room table, huddled <laughs> under there. <laughs> and, and they didn't show him 
you know, they didn't show him wiggling and swiveling around. And then after it was over, my parents discovered they, me and they were horrified. <laughs> and I was just surrounded by music on the East Coast in Washington, D.C. We had these TV dance shows. American Bandstand was coming out of Philadelphia, where my dad was from all the way from D.C. to Virginia. And mm. the schools were really musically oriented. We'd have we'd have dances instead of recesses. So I learned to dance at 12 years old and go to teen club on Friday nights and dance to live bands. And, um, and then by the time I was 18, 19, I was taking vocal lessons under the direction of... Have you ever heard of Chet Atkins? Yes, a long time ago, yes, wow. Yeah, well, it was his girlfriend, oh. and he ended up to be the uh, president of RCA Records, and so she let me borrow his little guitar, a basic <laughs> ukulele, <laughs> and she wanted me to go out and sing, but I was in D.C., Georgetown. Georgetown is a really cool area in Washington, D.C., but I was too shy to oh, do that. No. <laughs> I used to be so shy. <laughs> and then I moved out to California and got involved with another group of musicians and singers there, and they were in, mm -hmm. knew a lot of big names and everything. Wow. So it's just been a progression. And mm. then one day, sort of late in the game, uh, I I just started making my own. It started when Pella Hendon would come from Sweden, and he would. Mm. we were working on a project, and I sang, and I dabbled. Uh, but the way he was making music in Cubase, and where you have tracks and you color them, red, white, and blue, and all that, and... and so I'd watch to see how he did that, and then when he would go back to Sweden, <laughs> I would sit there and dabble on it until I learned how, and one day I mm. just started making my own, but at first it was us, and our project is out there, released, we're called Liapella. Actually, I have my collaborations go by different names. There's Liapella with my Swedish friend, there's Wailing Gate with Jeff Keogh, my Irish friend. Mm -hmm. There's uh, an album with my brother, my very own brother. Oh. We're called Un Underground Aliens. And then I've got some singles, one called Freedom with uh, Payman Shabani in Iran. Wow. And, and then another one hopefully gets released this year with Dean Burnett there in England. Um, oh, that yes. has been sitting here and we need to get that going. <laughs> so. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Wow, what a great, um, what a great beginning for you, and it's still continuing and going on, and uh, yeah, got the latest album. Doing and, this, I, yeah, yeah. In the, in the middle of it, I had babies and raised kids, so yes. I've been, and, and <laughs> all kinds of traveling the world, and mm. yeah, it's been a busy life. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a little listen to. Uh, the first selection, the calling from beyond, and uh, okay. have a little minute's breather, etc. And uh, here we go.
favourite tracks, isn't it, Lady Hawk? Mm, it is, yeah. I love it. It has a lovely, gentle tempo. Uh, what's the story here? Did you have a calling from beyond? Well, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I like that. <laughs> Seriously, though, I often feel that I'm bringing music for a message from mm. beyond. On this song, I reprogram synth vocals to sound like they're coming from out there. Yes. And I work late into the night, as you know. I'm working all night long <laughs> because it's so hot here, and I have this mess of equipment that really heats up in the day. But working alone in the dark and, and making music mm. requires an immense imagination and dedication. And as you can imagine, it could be like alien beings were calling me from beyond. <laughs> Good aliens, of course. On this song, I especially love playing the keyboard, violins, and cellos, and I, mm. I love a violin. It goes back to my little, cute little violin oh, when I was seven. Oh, <laughs> yes, and, yeah. and then I pick out melodies on the keyboard. It's all out of my keyboard, but you know, all the instruments mm. are in my programs and keyboards. And then I just love to play the, the violin. Once I get done, play out a melody, pick out a melody, mm. and play and balance them against the assortment of synth tracks. Oh, excellent. Yeah, Mm. so I can really get going in the night. It's just, I think a lot of musicians work in the night. It's like the energy just changes and it feels peaceful and there's just something about Mm. the night. (laughs) (laughs) Just something. Well, speaking of the night, now I'm going to play a little bit a minute or so of the title track. Alien, yes, Alien Rapture. Here we go. track has a fabulous up-tempo and dance-like. What's the story here with this track, uh, I wonder, Leah? Yeah, well, it it is dance-like. A lot of my songs, I'm sort of known for the the dance music, but not Mm. like dance music in the clubs and like DJs do. And I've had people that want to try to make me make it like that. It all can kind of begin to sound the same when it's like that. But that's that's the theme song of the album mm. and and yeah you can dance to it I test the danceability out I stand up I, 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 I key in 120 to 123 beats that's the range sort of the range of standard beats per minute for dance tunes it can go up to like 140 but that's a good wow. beat per minute 
But this <laughs> title, this this song does have a, a, a story. And the title came to me one night when I was out for one of my contemplative walks and runs in the dark. <laughs> and as you know, the sky here in the Coachella Valley, mm. Southern California, is huge. It's massive. And you can see everything mm. up there for yeah. a billion miles in all directions. Mm. So that night, clouds, well, clouds are kind of rare, although they haven't been so rare this year. They're coming over from Arizona, I think. They're monsoons, <laughs> but they used to be rare. But that night, just as the sun went down, these billowing big clouds came floating over the mountains, and they were backlit by the moon on one side of the Ooh, sky, and they were glowing crimson with the fading sun on the other end of the sky, and it looked Look, just like my idea of a rapturous sky. So I, I started imagining aliens coming from the sky and big round spaceships coming to save us. We humans need a little saving. And since I have this interest in aliens in that moment, I just, I just got felt inspired. So the idea came to me, alien rapture. They're coming to save us. We need saving, yes. Oh. Well, long as so, it's not alien rupture, that's the main thing, so... <laughs> Yeah, I made that one energetic because if Definitely. we saw that coming down from the sky, it would be a high-intensity day. It would it not sure be boring would. when the aliens came. Mm. <laughs> cool. yeah. Fabulous. Well, well, keep looking, you know, watch the skies. You never know. Yeah, watch you that know. sky. Yeah. Although, you know, somebody else may come. Who knows? We don't know, but <laughs> no. we'll be watching. <laughs> we need somebody to Definitely. come down and Okay, we've got one more track uh, to go, but before we talk about it, where can listeners find out a little bit more about yourself and indeed purchase your releases? And I, I know you're working on a new album, so where can people get uh, yeah, hold of you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, my website's a good place to find out more, and it's aliendrive.com, and um, there are short music samples on there. And on Bandcamp, my publisher let me do Bandcamp. So um, that's nice because you can listen to all the full-length songs three times oh, before wow. they want you to buy it. But um, mm. I still need to get more on there. And you can yeah. all you can always Google Leah Shapiro Alien Tribe and see what comes up. <laughs> and then and then I'm on all the digital sites. I have a great publisher that also distributes on all the digital every anywhere you buy music, download it, wow. stream it, mm. listen to it. Excellent. Amazon, Spotify, mm. iTunes, and all the others. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. Now, um, you've released a book entitled yeah. Comes the Awakening, and I've got it in front of me here. Well, you've written okay. on it on the inside as well. Now, uh, yeah. it is way back in year 2000. Can you give us a little idea of uh, the listeners, an idea of what it was basically about? And can the, yeah. is, it, is it still available for people? It is. Want? It's still on Amazon. But, well. you know, I've, got, I've <laughs> got a supply I really need to get rid of. If anyone wanted an <laughs> autographed copy at a much cheaper, lower price, I could do that like $15 for the book. It's the postage that gets so expensive. Yeah. I once sent a book to England. The postage was $25, and that was like five years ago. So, <laughs> yeah. But I always have them, if anyone wants one, for a better price. But I started writing that in, in Tokyo uh, before 2000, in the late 1990s, and mm. I wrote on it... Uh, 
there and when I got back to Washington, D.C., all the way to California, my dream and ambition has always been to write fiction books since I was a little girl. So this book just came out of the blue when I had this mysterious encounter with the Japanese alien lady. I call her an (laughs) alien. She just was not like the rest of the ladies there. And I was writing something on a whiteboard at the American Military Hotel where I taught English. And after the class, she appeared and she said, you will have a mission in the world and you must start writing. (laughs) So every day after that, I'd go in to teach my English classes and she would mysteriously appear when no one was around. And she would say, have you started writing yet? (laughs) And this lady, actually, she was in the banquet uh, area somewhere and she talked about she would sit and talk with me that that oh I probably shouldn't tell this although it was a long time ago but she would say at the in the uh, meeting room upstairs that the Japanese military and American military would actually get together and discuss mm. aliens mm. so and that's happening more and more now I used to be a little reluctant on this topic but it's yeah. it's it's getting known. So anyway, every day I'd say, no, not yet. And I was a writer, (laughs) but I hadn't started on such writing that kind of work. But on the ninth day, I sat down at my computer and I waited and I emptied my mind. (laughs) And I said a little prayer for goodness to come through. And I started (laughs) writing. And whole sentences flew into my mind. I just furiously typed away. And the book didn't really require the usual thought process processes it's like the words just mm. they just appeared out of nowhere right. forming whole sentences in my head they call those books channeled books ah, so right. it's even now whenever i turn the pages to read it i don't remember writing it i go wow <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> i wrote it from a palladian perspective of course but but since then the world of Pleiadians is huge I mean you google it and it comes up everywhere it's it's a lot it's a lot out there and that's been on Amazon the book comes the awakening realizing the divine nature has been on Amazon for 20 years and still going and other uh, it's out there where other books it's sort of like a it's become a um a classic or something mm. it's kind of mind-boggling but one day i'm going to write fiction books i have one that ah. mm-hmm. well, we? be... <laughs> yeah not, it's not about aliens though <laughs> no, no well who knows well, this is one of two point three HFM. We're proud to be local, global, and beyond. And we are interviewing the fabulous Lee Shapiro, mm-hmm. or from Alien oh, Tribe, etc. Now then, what about live performances? Are you, do you do any uh, at the moment? Oh, uh, you know, I would love to. My, you've seen my music equipment. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't figure out how to take this show on the road. There's, there's <laughs> certain keyboards you take. They're touring keyboards. And, yeah. or, and I one day need to get something that I can manage. Or, or and a lap, well, I have a laptop, but maybe one just dedicated for music. Yeah. And electronic music is a little difficult for live performance, but it can be done. In my case, I do everything, so Mm. uh, um, to recreate (laughs) it on stage would sort of be a magical feat. 
but you know what I would love to do is, is install myself on the street at the Palm Springs Street Festival. Yes, indeed, yeah. Play. Yes, that's and all And people could just throw money in my bucket. <laughs> 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 and I just yeah. play all night long. Yeah, I can, you know, we've been there, like Lady oh, Hawk and I have been there. I was only there only a few months ago, it seems. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, we always go there. Yeah, and I've lovely. checked into that, but... Mm. Mm. We'll see one day about that. Mm. Mm -hmm. What about the Coachella Festival? Did you go to that at all? Although you could probably hear it where you are, can't you? Oh, I can hear it. Yeah, you know, I've never been to it. And it's only two miles away when it happens. Mm. And you can hear it and drive around it. We've driven around it and have seen the Rolling Stones and Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> oh, even Beyonce, yeah. but it it sounds like drudgery to get into it. It's And it's, it's sort of changing in nature. It's very Hollywood-oriented. They all fly over from Hollywood. Wow. And, the, the, and my song, Going to Coachella, I've got helicopters in it mm. because there's so many helicopters and small private jets in the air flying over. <laughs> and and it's so hot here at that time of year. I wonder, <laughs> yes. why do they have it at this, you know, in <laughs> April where it's, it's 90 to 100 degrees? Wow, and people yeah. are always passing out, and I can't even go to the store here. <laughs> oh, you know, if if I could perform there one day and had mm. they gave me a nice air conditioned tent, but <laughs> good idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are air conditioned for the performers and the, and the people that listen <laughs> to the music. But just to walk around, I'd die. Mm. I think. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, going back to your album again, is there anybody? How she'd like to um, credit as attributing to the album, and the artwork is beautiful. Was that just all down to you? I did all the artwork. Wow. Um, that's the first album where I tackled that, and my publisher sent me the template, and it was hard to do because I, I I always make the cover on all my albums, but just the cover and my. Yeah. Normally, publishers don't distribute or release your albums, your music, but mine mm. does. They've been in business for 35 years. It's a small one. It's not a huge one, but they do that service as well. But they don't mm. really make the whole album really mm. nice, and I wanted it really nice. But I got going, and I went, oh, what have I done? <laughs> and <laughs> I spent months on that. So I'm as proud of the artwork as I am the album. Oh, I put a lot into it. But thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> we love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we've got one more chat to talk about, and that's Starry Night. So okay. speaking of Starry Nights, I think Starry Nights, isn't it? Thank you, yeah, we'll have That's Starry Nights soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a little <laughs> listen to it song. later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have a couple of minutes break. Here we go.
surely I assume looking up at the stars at night inspired this track it must have done yes well you know the sky is just so massive up there no yeah. big trees buildings or lights to block it out so you can just see a as you know you've been here see a, unless you're in a lit up place like downtown Palm Springs oh, but yes, when you're yes. in the darker areas you can see a sky full of stars spanning mm. from one end to the other and lots of shooting stars too if you keep looking yes. up which I tend to do when I'm out there when I'm walking in the dark so yeah it was it was many nights staring up up at the stars and so this music starts forming I started hearing a bouncy tune and I couldn't help but imagine myself going up there and feel like <laughs> what it was like to zoom through the stars and and you can just feel it and imagine it out there in the universe mm, stars yeah. going on and on forever my idea of real space music is sort of zooming because does a rocket go slow no it goes fast really fast <laughs> <laughs> and imagine that starry nights and zooming past indeed them. yeah Oh, yeah. Oh. Skipping through the stars. It's kind of like skipping through the, the, yes. the, star, the stars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Well, that's almost it, but you're good enough to uh, give some giveaway copies of uh, yeah. digital digital copies of Alien Rapture. Now, Lady Hawks is making a list of all those wishing to win. So I'll hand you over to her. And we've had a lot of emails, I'll tell you, Leah. So. Okay, and I also have a CD. I I actually bought it from Amazon. It's not here yet. It'll be here on Tuesday. I was going to give that that away from from here. Okay. Yeah. Do you want uh, Do you want uh, us to pick out? Uh, uh, do you want to pick out a third one? And leave it up to you. Yeah, a third I could give away three total, two digital and one CD. It's, it's up to you, yeah, yeah. A physical CD. Okay. Unless I have to mail it off to Uwakadugu. Postage is going to be $100. Well. <laughs> no, but we'll see what happens. See who, who we come up with. Okay, then. Okay, then over okay. to you, then, uh, my darling daughter. Yes, hi, Leah. Hi, Dorothy. Hi, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> to hear you again. <laughs> I need you to call out some numbers for me, please. Um, okay. Yeah, first a number between 1 and 12. About 3, that's my favourite number. Ooh. It is? Oh. Because that, that's my birthday, 3. Oh, God. Oh, that's yeah, right, yeah. yes, that's right. Well, number 3 is Timothy Savage here in Leicestershire. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And a number between 13 and 20. How about 16? 16, that's Vera and Christopher in Tucson. Oh, Tucson, oh, Arizona. Wow. Yeah. Just down the road. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not too far. No. Drivable. Not too <laughs> far, yes. Oh, and an extra number between 21 and 25. How about 23? Well, 23, that's Peter Flanagan in Southampton. Oh, oh good old Peter Flanagan. Yeah, well. yeah I thought you might <laughs> say that, yeah. Well, look, well, we'll let you decide who has what and whatever. Yes. We'll get the, okay. uh, the email addresses off to you, etc. And mm -hmm. and the depending on which one you want to send, 
the heart is. Yeah, I may I may send the CD to Peter because I've known him so long. <laughs> oh. So okay. kind to, to to call in or write a letter. Okay. No. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll send you his address then. Yes. Uh, okay. Together with him. Yeah. yeah send me all the information and we'll get going oh. with all of that. I'll send you a message tomorrow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, look, Leah, it's been fabulous uh, talking to you again, and uh, thanks for your time, mm -hmm. and uh, who knows, maybe yeah. Lady Hawk and I will be over next year, who mm -hmm. knows, knocking on your door. Yeah, we never know, but yeah. it's always great fun when you show up, and <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, and if Dorothy can come with you, that would be big fun. <laughs> be fun. <laughs> yeah, just don't come in the summer. No. No, <laughs> no. no. not even October. <laughs> no, we'll no. come over again in... Was it February, March when I was over there before? So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, oh. that was that. Was, although we had all the big rains. Yes, oh, yes. yeah, and, and we couldn't go, could we? To uh, yeah, 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 to yeah, we couldn't go on the alien, away. yeah, the aerial <laughs> tramway. We couldn't. We have, yeah. Um, yeah. We are, oh yeah, they had to shut it down. Yeah. it's so dramatic yeah. here with weather. It's either earthquakes, fires, either yeah. scorching oh. heat. <laughs> rains that wash everything away. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, look, do you have a closing comment to the listeners out there, please, uh, Lee, before we go? Well, you know, I usually might say something musically related, but I think in these turbulent times, I'd like to say we're one planet, one people who live on the same chunk of ground. So where's the love? Why all the division and trouble? And... You know, how can we ever make friends with the aliens one day when they land if we can't be nice to each other? <laughs> and maybe they're afraid to land. We'd kill them. So I, I think it starts with each of us on a personal yes. level. Like when we go out into the world, you know, spread good energies around. Okay. And, and it's mm. contagious, just like bad energies mm. are. Do something yeah. nice, something kind, even a smile, friendly word, helping someone. Oh, yeah, course. yeah. Just each of us be better and it'll be a better world. Yeah. Mm. Okay then, Liz, thank you very much again for your time. I'll have a quick word with you off air, but uh, okay. I don't know where the last sort of 35, <laughs> 38, 40 minutes are gone, but thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you both yeah. so very much it's for having good. me on. I always enjoy it. Oh, Aww. thank you. And, and uh, yeah. hang on in there. I'll have a quick word you off air, but I can't believe it. Okay. Cleopatra, Alien Tribe. Yeah. Oh, dear. Now, playing in the background will be Sounds from the Ground with Departures mm -hmm. from their new EP, In the Cool of the Shade. That's what you want at the moment, don't you? <laughs> so, here we go. <laughs> thank you, Leah.
This is a journey into sound. Real local radio for South Leicestershire and North Northamptonshire. 102.3 HFM. Keep this frequency clear. Local radio at its best. HFM. Community Matters with Senior Garage Services. Your RAC approved garage in Market Harborough. The Lubbenham Scarecrow Festival returns on Saturday the 7th and Sunday the 8th of September. There'll be loads of scarecrows scattered across the village as well as a mega face on the green featuring loads of stalls and live music. The event's on between 11 and 6 on both days. Community Matters with Senior Garage Services. Your RAC-approved garage in Market Harborough. Riverside off Rockingham Road or call 01858 464466. This is Leah Shapiro. You're listening to Terry Hall. Terry Hall. And you're listening to the whole Chill Out Sessions. 102.3 HFM. HFM. 102.3 HFM. Terry Hall. Terry Hall. Terry Hall. 102.3. 102.3. 102.3. Terry Hall. 102.3. Terry Hall. 102.3. Terry Hall. 102.3. 102.3. Yes, that was Leah Shapiro. Right, now we're going to play a track from Tom Moore and Sherry Finns. In fact, I'll be interviewing Tom Moore next week. A uh, track from their brand new CD called The Journey for Mankind, which is in celebration of the Apollo 11 moon landing mm. way, way back in 1969, 50 years ago. And I can remember sitting there with my dad watching the telly, <laughs> what is going on? But uh, it's so much fun. And uh, anyway, Night Sky in Wonder. Here we go.
Sherry Finzer with Night Sky in Wonder from their new CD, yeah, A Journey for Mankind. And as I said, I'll be interviewing Tom Moore next Saturday and I'll be, you'll hear some more tracks from that fabulous album. Great musician, Tom Moore, and of course the delightful and beautiful flute player, Sherry Finzer. Oh, coming up, track from Richmond and Grenada, Point of View, from their new CD called P. O-V, which I suppose is points of view. Here we go!
there we go. That was Miles Richmond and Peter Grenada with a great album called POV. Coming up, try and squeeze in a few minutes of Byron Metcalf and Mark Seelig's brand new album, or new album, Intention. And this is a track called Vision. Take us up to the, well, the wishing hour, midnight. Here we go. And stand by for the hawk and stainless sessions. Ho-ho. Oh, oh. 